Welcome to the Visualize You show. I'm your host, Beth Hewitt, and each week on the show, we'll talk about how you can live, love, and visualize the life and business of your dreams. I'll bring you interviews with inspirational people who have taken that path already so that you can learn the practical skills that will help you to do the same. Let me help you to recognize your self-worth, honor your skills, and become confident being who you are always supposed to be. Now let's get on with the show. You're listening to the very best of the Visualize You show. To celebrate my second year of podcasting, I'm counting down the top 30 episodes, celebrating my amazing guests and just how much fun I've had over the last two years. At number 23 is an episode recorded by me back in October 2020 to celebrate my 40th birthday. This episode is called 40 Life Lessons by the Age of 40. Welcome to the Visualize You podcast. I'm your host, Beth Hewitt. I'm a spiritual performance coach helping you go from unfulfilled to passionately living your purpose. You'll learn how to create a crystal clear vision for your life so that you can change direction with confidence and have a career or start a business that is more in alignment with your true soul's calling. Each week on the show, I'll talk about topics such as the art of visualization, scripting, manifesting and the law of attraction and I'll bring you interviews with inspirational people who have taken that path already so you can learn the practical skills that will help you do the same. Everybody welcome to episode number nine of the Visualize You show. I'm your host, Beth Hewitt, and today is a special episode because it is my 40th birthday, and so what I thought would be really nice to do today is 40 life lessons I have learned over the last 40 years. Now, I asked some of my friends to tell me some of the things that I have maybe taught them over the years, and to be honest with you, I didn't expect some of the things that have come up. Um, It's been quite nice going down memory lane. And what I would like to start by saying is that you never really know how you are impacting people on a daily basis Uh, from being a child right through to adulthood. There is something that is unique about you, and however you're showing up, you will be affecting people in amazing ways every single day so it's quite a nice exercise to do actually maybe ask your friends and family what life lessons you have taught them it's a really interesting thing to find out about but before I do that I actually wanted to answer the questions that I ask my guests when they come onto the show because I'm conscious that I've never actually done that for myself so I thought again that would be quite a nice gift to me and you for you to hear what my answers are. So the first question that I always ask is how they came to be doing the thing that they're doing today, what it was they were doing previously and how they managed to end up in the career or the business that they do today. Now, I'll be completely honest with you, I always find this question quite tricky and that's because if you listen to episode one where I talk about how to be a successful serial quitter, I have pivoted a ridiculous amount of times and it's very difficult to say in a very quick couple of sentences 
how I came to be doing what I do today when I have had so many pivots. So I'm going to try and keep this nice and short and I actually need to learn how to get quicker at saying this. But my career journey has been just that. It has been a series of pivots from working in retail, to work in manufacturing, in accounts, to working for local governance, being a project manager, working in events, working in births, marriages and deaths, working in settings that have allowed me to work across a number of different directorates, whether that's working on things to do with crime and disorder, health inequalities, economic development, corporate affairs, working with the businesses in the business sector, marketing, being a blogger, the list goes on and on. So my career journey has just been that, has been a journey of pivots and I'm incredibly proud of that because it has allowed me to see so many different aspects of business. It has allowed me to network with a wide range of people and have such an amazing network of individuals in my life. It has allowed me to learn from so many different people and see things from so many different perspectives. And I am incredibly proud to have quitted a million trillion times. And I really hope the Visualize You show will allow people to listen to the stories of others and to see themselves doing that for themselves in the future. So that in a nutshell is my career journey and check out episode one when I do talk about how to be a successful quitter. The second question that I always ask is can you identify the exact moment you knew you had to pivot and change direction what was going on for you at that time? Now clearly I couldn't tell you every single time I've pivoted because again that would be another show in itself but I will say there was one well there's been a couple of times but there was one specific time when I pivoted, which took a lot for me to pivot because I had become so accustomed to the salary that I was receiving. I was, uh, I felt at that particular period in my life that I wouldn't be able to find another job that allowed me to use exactly the same skills and experience and to get paid at the same level. And being at the age that I was, I just didn't think anybody would take a chance on me to do something better than that. And so I got so stuck in this position for such a long time and I spiralled out of control into the depths of depression and um, it was an incredibly difficult time for me. When I finally made the pivot, and let me say that it wasn't a, it really wasn't a conscious decision to make the pivot at that time because my my mental health and my body were so exhausted from the day in day out dread of doing that role that it was really that my body and mind said you know what you can't do this anymore I'm not going to let you do this anymore and uh, I had to stop because I couldn't physically get out of bed any anymore and do it it was making me so ill so that pivot for me was thrust upon me and that is what will happen to anybody who continues down that path for the length of period of time that I did, eventually something will have to give and you will not be able to do that anymore. But what happened as a result of that, it meant I quit my job in an instant to the point where I'd not actually had the conversation with my other half about it. Um, we had the conversation after I'd made the, the decision, I can't do this anymore. And it was the best thing that I ever did. It was absolutely the best thing that I ever did. I didn't know what was going to happen next. And so actually the next question, if you had to identify one main life lesson you learned during your lowest and your highest points of your career or business journey, what would you say that was and why? For me, whenever one door closes, another one will 
open. Sometimes you're forced through a door, <laughs> quite, you know, kicking and screaming. But if you have ever had a decision that you've had to make, whether it's about a job or something else, some other decision in your life, and you can't, you're not quite sure how to make that decision. First of all, I would say then, if you can't think of the, the solution, then just it's not the time to make that decision. Sleep on it. See how you feel in the morning. Today is not the day to make that decision. Once you decide and you are clear in that conviction of what you are deciding, I'm telling you right now, when you shut that door behind you immediately, this has happened so many times where immediately another door will open for you and you will not necessarily know where that door is leading, but it will happen, I assure you. And maybe you can think of something in your life right now or something in the past where you have made a decision, you've eventually made that decision and as soon as you've done that, another door has opened. It happens all the time. It is one of the mysteries of the universe, but it happens and it always does. So one of the main life lessons through that period when I didn't like that job and when I couldn't do it any longer is that it's okay to not know what's happening next. The universe has plans for us that sometimes we cannot see, even though we might have amazing imaginations and we can be incredibly creative and we can create vision boards and we can journal and we can create affirmations and it's really important that we do try to capture that visualization in as much detail as possible sometimes what we visualize as human beings will never be as amazing or as fulfilling as the thing that the universe is going to serve up on a plate for you because the universe knows exactly what is required to move you forward so that has been one of my main life lessons. The next question that I sometimes ask my guests, depending on who the guest is, because sometimes this question isn't obvious to some people, if who I'm interviewing isn't maybe a heart-centered, spiritual, soul-driven person, although I would say we are all spiritual beings having a human experience, it's just that some of us are more woke to that than others. The question is, whatever you call it, what is that thing that has always been calling you why do you do the work you do? So for me, the golden thread that has run throughout my entire life since I was a tiny child right through to now has been this whole spiritual realm of worldly wisdom and trying to find the, the reasons and rationale behind everything that happens in my life. I want to be able to understand and see the meaning in everything and I literally mean everything, whether that's the moon in the sky or a squirrel running down a fence or some numbers I see on a clock or somebody I see by happenstance in the supermarket or if something falls off a shelf in front of me, it has to clearly have meaning. Everything I see in the world to me has meaning and that has been a blessing and a curse because I feel so deeply and I observe the world so deeply that I want to understand everything. And that has served me really well in terms of my intuition. My intuition is so heightened that I tend to know, I can feel what people are thinking a lot of the time. If you worked closely with me, you will understand that in more detail. But I use my intuition every day. For me, the thing that has always been calling me is this desire to understand the universe and how the forces of the universe play out in our everyday lives. And the reason why I do the work I do today 
is that I want people to really appreciate their superpowers, really appreciate how amazing they are, really understand their skills and experience, have the confidence to do whatever they want to do because we can literally be whoever we want to be. We just need to assume that identity and visualize ourselves in that situation. So that is what's calling me and, and has always been calling me is this desire to fully understand this world that we live in So the next question that I ask is, we all have skills and experience that we have amassed over the journey of our career. I like to call them superpowers. What would you say one of your main superpowers is? So I've already touched on this already. One of my main ones is intuition without a shadow of a doubt and connecting dots and hearing and seeing and feeling what is being said without verbal cues. Intuition is my best friend. It very rarely is wrong and so that really is one of my main superpowers. My other superpowers is being super positive and for some people this will probably be a massive turn off and just incredibly annoying but I like being able to help others easily switch on that positive button to learn to be grateful for all of the small and tiny things that we have in our life and to know that when bad things happen it's probably for a reason that is completely unbeknown to us at that time and yet the journey of going through that heartache, that heartbreak, those difficult times will be so worth it in the end. Hey listener, How would you like to spend a whole 30 days with me learning how to bring more positivity into your life? In the 30-day gratitude journey experience, you remember who you are, you recognize your superpowers, identify your zone of genius, and create a vision for your life and business that you'll be so excited to make a reality. To find out more, head to bethhewitt.com forward slash gratitude. The sixth question I ask is, as entrepreneurs, we all have a platform of choice or particular strategy that is helping to share who we are in the world, what is that for you? And this question is really about helping the listeners to understand what is bringing the most success for business owners. And what I would say about this question is that it is different for everybody that I bring onto the show and that's the beauty of it. And I think if you are starting a new career or you're starting a new business and you're trying to get yourself out there, what works for you is not going to work for everyone. So the thing that works for me is my ability to communicate through words. I love copywriting. I love storytelling. I love communicating with people through written form, through storytelling. It's something that I've always been incredibly passionate about and and I enjoy doing it. But if you heard in a previous episode, I think it was episode seven with Pascal Fintoni, one of my English teachers actually said that my work was horse manure and that's difficult to hear when you're a child. So for a long time, I thought my writing wasn't particularly good, but as I've got older, I actually started blogging to get over depression when I was in that particular job that I hated, to get my thoughts on paper. And how that evolved was it allowed me to talk more about personal development and spirituality, but it also allowed me to talk about marketing and some of the creative ways that I was generating leads back in the late 2000s. 
2008-9 through to around 2013-14 and then I didn't write for about seven years. <laughs> I didn't write at all because I was so busy with managing business support programs. So for me, writing is right up there in terms of how I'm able to get myself out there in the world. But now clearly the podcast um, has been a massive growth engine. So just in the last, coming up to about six weeks now, I think of the podcast. In fact, I think it is six weeks or thereabouts. And um, I have been amazed by the way that people consume podcasts. So looking at my most recent podcast stats I'm coming up to 500 downloads across um, 13 different countries and of those I'm, I've had about 250 unique uh, listeners which means that people on average are listening to more than one podcast which is absolutely brilliant and I'm totally thrilled with that. I've just been shocked by the, the sheer range of countries that have been downloading the podcast. So 46.4% of listeners are from the United Kingdom, which you would expect. The next biggest number is the United States, where 32.9% of my listeners are coming from. And then, and this is the surprising one, 12.9% um, of listeners are coming from India. Now, the remainder of the listeners, which makes up the remaining of about 8%, are coming from the countries of, and if you're one of the listeners in these countries, it's probably just the lonesome you. So thank you for listening. If you are a listener in Bermuda, uh, New Zealand, Belgium, Canada, Russia, Singapore, Australia, Ireland, Mexico, and Portugal, I thank you all. So for me, writing and podcasting is obviously my way of helping me get out there in the world right now. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. The podcast is actually a bit of a growth engine, if I'm completely honest right now. Um, I'm really excited about where that's going next. And um, I'd love to share more of my knowledge around the podcast with you in later episodes and how that's going for me. The final question that I like to ask, what do you visualize in your future for your business and career and what's coming up next for you? So obviously visualization plays a massive part of my life. I have been meditating for a long time. I've been writing affirmations for a long time. I journal every Sunday evening at 10 p.m. I journal three things that I really want to focus on and then I write and journal in as much detail as possible what that visually represents and looks like and I revisit that every single Sunday and each Sunday I will either add and continue to add on to that vision or I will look at some new things that I want, want to come up and some of these can be long-term visions like writing or selling a book to some of the things that I just want to that are coming up in the in the next week or so so there's been times in my career and job where maybe we've had an event that we've had to fill we might have needed 200 people to attend this event and I will get incredibly clear on visually how that is going to happen down to the nitty-gritty of what it's going to feel like when we've got 200 people in a room what the buzz is going to be like, what the atmosphere is going to be like, what the speakers are going to be like on the stage, what the visuals and the, the backdrop of that event are going to look like, what the noise and sound is going to be like, how it's going to feel for people, what they're going to be learning, even the food that we eat. I go into so much detail. So when I think about my future, you can imagine that I've done this quite a number of times and I couldn't possibly go into every single area of my life right now on this, but what I would say is that 
I visualize for me in the future that I will be able to help thousands of businesses and individuals who want to pivot in their career to do it, to take that leap of faith. I want the podcast to be that growth engine that inspires others to take massive action. There will be courses, there will be masterminds, there will be books, there will be speaking opportunities, there will be amazing opportunities to network with so many people all over the world. I'm so excited for what Visualize You is going to be and mean for me in the future. And I'm so pleased that you're part of that journey. It, it means so much to me to have listeners listening to this and supporting me on that journey. It means so, so much. But obviously I have visions for my health, for the other things in our life, like the materialistic things that we all like to have in our life, whether it's a new car, I'm manifesting a new car right now because I don't have a car that's gone kaput. But things like your home, what that looks like, and the relationships with our family, and just every single aspect, I would deeply encourage you to get more clear on, on your vision for all areas of your life. And it can be as simple as journaling every Sunday or you could create vision boards and go the full hog. It really is up to you and what works for you. So those are the seven questions. I hope that's given you a little bit more insight. I thought it'd be quite nice for me to do that with you today. So I want to finally finish on 40 life lessons that I have learned over the period of the last 40 years. Some of them are silly. Some of them are deep and meaningful because that's who I am. Some of the things, things that my friends and family have told me that I had completely forgot about. And it's quite nice hearing from old school friends and that, that impression that I have left on them. So I want to share with you 40 life lessons that I have learned over the period of the last 40 years. Number one, all challenges are opportunities in disguise. Number two, everything always works out in the end. Three, delegate as much as possible. Four, nothing is impossible. Five, what you think about, you attract. Six, you are capable of things beyond your comprehension. Seven, there is no challenge you cannot overcome. Eight, your health and mental well-being is more important than anything else. Nine, what anyone thinks of you is none of your business. Soya sauce on chips is really nice. Thank you to Joanne Chambers for reminding me of that one. Eleven, if you can't decide on something today, then today is not the day to make the decision. 12. It's okay to change your mind. 13. You can quit your job or anything you don't like as many times as you like and you will never be a failure. 14. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. 15. Always believe in yourself. 16. Family is everything. 17. An inanimate object can actually be one of your best friends. Shout out to Harry the HP printer. 18. It's okay to be sad sometimes. Allow yourself to see what there is to see, hear what there is to hear, and feel what there is to feel. 19. You can learn a lot about life by watching Columbo. For example, perseverance pays off, the art of questioning everything and everyone in the right way, being humble, but being tough when you have to be. Thanks, Columbo.
number 20 and I apologise in advance for any Liverpoolians or Scousers who may be offended by this life lesson. This one was sent in by my old primary school friend Lena Rhodes who said that I suggested back in the 90s that the best way to perfect a Scouse accent is to say the words don't throw the trainers in the pool like this. Don't throw me trainees in the pool. Apologies. 21. Whenever you think about people who are maybe in authority or perhaps they're in a higher position than you are right now, just remember that they are just human beings and you don't need to be afraid of them. 22. Your vibe will attract your tribe. Don't be afraid of being who you are. 23. If you don't have all the essential criteria on a job description, but you really want the job, still apply. 24. If you don't ask, you'll never get. 25. If you like your ice cream slightly softer, put it in the microwave for about five seconds. 26. You don't need to iron your clothes. No one actually notices anyway. 27. HelloFresh will save you time, money and sanity of not spending a ridiculous amount of time each week preparing food ideas for your family. 28. It's okay to not know what to do next. The universe always has a plan. 29. Learn and use the emotional guidance scale to get you to a better feeling thought. Number 30. Sent in by Dawn Lightwood. A captain always needs a co-pilot. Thank you, co-pilot Lightwood. For that suggestion. 31. It costs nothing but time and a bit of imagination to journal, practice gratitude and visualise a new reality. 32. Don't let anybody steal your joy. 33. If you get up each morning not loving what you're going to be doing that day, it's time to get out of the situation you are in. 34. Apply for the X Factor when you're in your 20s, not your 40s. 35. It's okay to say no. 36. Eat the Frog, from the well-known book by Brian Tracy, where he recommends you do that one task that is the biggest thing on your list in order to propel yourself forward on a day-to-day -day basis. Number 37 which is also frog-related, um, I, I was a lover of frogs when I was a child, is sent in from my, again, primary school friend, Kate Sharp, who said, apparently, I said tree frogs rock. Apparently we did a piece of work on tree frogs in primary school, and uh, tree frogs do indeed rock. 37. You can't be everything to everyone. 38. If you want to be a really fast typewriter and it's currently 1989, you will want to learn now is the time for all good men to come to the aid of the party and continuously type that on your typewriter until you get really quick. It will really serve you well in 2020. 39. Honesty really is always the best policy. When you hold secrets inside, they will eat you up and eventually manifest into something that you probably don't want to happen. So always try to be honest. And finally, 40, 
sent in by my good friend Claire Yowd, who I've known since secondary school. Apparently I said, life is like a box of sardines. Smelly. Okay, so I hope you have enjoyed my 40 life lessons. Um, I hope I did actually say 40 then because I got lost along the way. I really enjoyed doing this special birthday edition of the Visualize You show. I cannot wait to see what happens next with the show. And uh, just thank you to everybody who has downloaded, listened, shared, left a review. You've made 2020 really special for me. So I look forward to bringing you more amazing shows, more amazing guests and experts. Speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening to the Visualize You show. If you enjoyed this episode, then why not subscribe wherever you get your podcasts? And if you would like to be with a chance to win 12 months access to the Visualize and Thrive Business Club Lounge, then simply tag me and the show anywhere you like on your social media. Simply use the hashtag Visualize You Show. And if you catch my eye, then you could be sitting in the lounge next month. So until next time, remember to visualize you.